Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. Oh, mine's not going too bad anyway. Enjoyed the day yesterday. Chance to spend some time outside. Got to sweat a little. (laughs) Yeah, it was warm. It's going to be a warm weekend. Now we're into summer. Yeah. It's finally arrived, at least for a little bit anyway. But uh yeah, it's <laughs> it's toasty out there. You can always you can just you feel the humidity out there already. It's it's going to be uh it's going to be muggy today. Mhm. No doubt about it. Hey, WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com and get the home or a plot of land you've always wanted. Get that in there here real quick and thank Tony for sponsoring the show this morning. But yeah, it's, uh, I tell you, you know, with the exception of the uh, the heat, which you can kind of work around, I think, a little bit. I'm sure you're going to tolerate it now that the, the fishing has really started to pick up. And I think we've we finally hit that stretch where, which we probably should have, would have been nice to have hit at least a couple of months ago anyway, and get out there and. Enjoy some good fishing. Maybe you got a chance to get out and do a little, uh, a little, uh, little fishing this morning. Wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have been too bad. No, no doubt about it. But yeah, it's uh, we are in, uh, we are in a good spot. I spoke to the folks up at Fat Cat Bait up in Trumpolo this morning, and they were. It's like, how's the fishing doing? Oh, it's picked up. It's great. Best it's been. So. It just continues to get, you know, last said the same thing last week. You know, the, the fishing has, has started to pick up, and it's still, we're still continuing. Um, and I think it's just, I mean, the conditions have finally gotten to the point where, um, you know, the river stage right now is at just a tad over six feet uh, here in La Crosse. Um, and, I'm you know, it's good numbers up in Trempolo as well, and, this stretch of the river anyway, and, and you know, it's just, uh, I, I think that's that's certainly playing a role. It's come, you know, the water's come down, and it it's consistent, it's stable, um, and it's more like it what it should be <laughs> during summertime. I mean, that's uh, that's what it's like, you know, so the flow is uh, at about 36,000 uh, cubic feet right now, so it's, it's, Lower and slower, so that's uh, that's good. Water temperatures have kicked up though a, a few degrees since uh, since last week uh, when we last spoke. Um, they're all in the upper seventies now. Uh, Winona seventy eight. Otherwise, uh, you know, Trempolo, La Crescent, Genoa, Lynxville, all reporting seventy nine in terms of uh, in terms of the water temperature. So, which you know, isn't surprising. And I'm sure that might, uh, you know, tick up a degree or two, certainly with, uh, or, you know, over the next few days here when we get this, uh, ni- as we get this 90 degree weather and, um, that'll certainly warm the water up to, I guess what I would consider maybe more normal, again, normal summertime, uh, temperatures, you know, in the, in the low eighties, um, but right around that 80 degree mark, it's certainly, uh. Well, it's come up, what, five degrees or so since last week, four or five degrees. So 
yeah, it's probably going to go up another few degrees here over the next few days as we uh, we continue this 90-degree weather. So that might have a little bit of an impact, I think, on fishing. Um, but, uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't really think so. Um, you know, the fish have been, you know, they've been battling the high water to a certain extent this summer as well. And um, I think they're just anxious to get the, uh, you know, just to get some sort of normalcy here too is, and they're hungry. You know, like I said, I, I spoke to the folks up at Fat Cat this morning and fishing is definitely picked up. So, and, uh, you know, if you want a, a good meal or two, Hey, the crappies and bluegills are biting. Yeah, good stuff, which is good news to me as a pan fisherman favorite. Nothing like uh, some good crappie fillets or some good bluegill fillets. Mm, that sounds good. The uh, the other thing, too, the catfish bite is is picking up, which is uh, always a good thing. Uh, also, I, oh, I should let you know, too, that this uh, will give you uh, an this is going to be the powerhouse marine hotspot um, report, uh, and that's going to be uh, two words for where to go fishing: wing dams. Mm-hmm. Again, due to the conditions here, with the the lower water levels uh, and just the stability here, the 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 flow is down. Um, you know those places. As always, you know, in, in with optimum conditions, of course, uh, you know those those kinds of places are always going to be fishing fishing ma- or fish magnets, I should say. Um, you know, those are going to be the places that are going to hold fish. They're going to just, you know, they're either going to be sitting in front of it or behind it, uh, or in some cases, if the conditions are in the, you know, if it's the right kind of wing dam, they'll be on top of it as well. You know. But it gives them a nice break from the uh, from the current of the main channel. So yeah, they're going to be hanging out in there. Um, so that's and you know sometimes it's like, well, go to you know Lawrence Lake or go up to Lake Onalaska or whatever. You know, sometimes I'm like, eh, well, then you tell everybody to go up there, and then it gets you know crowded and you know, but. In this case, I, I, I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> you know, how many wing dams are uh, between here and Dresback? You know, or how many, uh, or, or even between, you know, Dresback and down to Genoa, or you know, I mean, you got tons of places to uh, to check out, and those would be the. Pl- I, I think those would be the go-to places that I would I would hit first, um, and. You know, if you want to just kind of troll by and, and troll some crankbaits, do whatever. But, yeah, I think wing dams are going to be uh, going to be a productive spot for you this weekend. And, again, you know, it, it's going to be, you know, multi-species. Um, you know, on the backside, you might find some crappies. You might find some bluegills. Um, certainly, I think there will be some bass hanging out in there, walleyes, uh, maybe a little deeper on those wing dams. Um but certainly you can get a better sense of that when you, you know, a little, you know, structure on there, you know, it's just, it's just a good place for them to hang out. So, and you know, the, like I said, there's plenty of them. So you got plenty to pick and choose from and you're not going to be all concentrated. Everybody's concentrated in one spot. So go enjoy that. That's definitely uh Definitely going to be places to check out. Um, I am here. I didn't get much in the way of a, a bass report, but I, again, I think you know there'll be some hanging out on those uh, on those wing dams. And um, I think if I was going to head south uh, down Stoddard, some of those islands down in there, and fish some of those weedy areas and, and grassy areas down south of lacrosse that's probably what i would do if i was looking for bass the walleye bite um you know is so so i think they're probably you know down deep uh looking for that the, the coolest water they can find um you know when it gets this warm it's not really the most optimum for them 
you can catch them. Don't get me wrong, but uh, and, and I think if you're going to if you're going to catch walleyes, uh, it's going to be places like wing dams where they can get out of the current, they can get down deep, and they don't have to you know fight that current. And and again, there's always going to be food kind of cruising on by, so or up you know or the lock and dams as well. Um, and again, I think uh, you know fishing those deep just get some get some nice minnows and. Stop in and pick up a bunch up at the uh, up at Fat Cat there and enjoy it that way. So, but again, it doesn't you know it's not going to matter a whole lot what you're what you're fishing for because it's all all pretty good. Um, and I think if you're going to head out, I mean, now would be the obviously the time to do it. Um, this time of morning here until you know I think you got it. You know the window's got another couple of hours here. Um, and then, you know, later in the afternoon or into the early evening, excuse me, uh, that, and which is starting to come earlier and earlier, um, those are going to, you know, I can think of it, you just bookend the day, you know, you got the beginning, you know, on one end and you got evening on the other end. Those are, the, those are going to be good times. At least it, it's going to be the most comfortable. The other thing too, is it's not going it, to, it'll, the fish won't be quite as stressed. Hey, if you can get out in the middle part of the day, you know, nothing wrong with that either. Don't get me wrong. But the other thing too, uh, if you want to do a little trout fishing, um, might be, you know, again, the early part of the day and the later part of the day are going to be, um, probably your best times. But right now it's, uh, it's a good time if you want to get out there and, and, uh, Start throwing some of those larger terrestrial patterns, which is always good for me. Um, you know, big foam ant or a beetle, uh, a little hopper pattern, something along those lines. Those are, uh, and, and you know, you can tie a little dropper on with it as well. Um, fish a little subsurface, you know, kind of best of both worlds there, but... Um, you know, stream conditions probably going to be a little, uh, you know, with this weather, are going to be a little bit warmer than normal. Um, looking at the report here from the Driftless Angler here. Um, check your water temperature uh, when you get there. Uh, if it's over 65, that means slow fishing. And once it gets above 70, then it, eh, it can be a little detrimental to the fish. So, um just be uh, be aware of that again. I guess, and and for trout fishing especially, again, early in the day, late in the day, um, certainly look for uh, little places, you know, little cuts and whatnot under banks. Anything anything that's got some shade is going to uh, provide a good place for fish to hang out. Um, so. Keep that in uh, keep that in mind as well. But again, like I said, the powerhouse hotspot or powerhouse marine hotspot report. Um, yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be looking at wing dams um, for just a, a variety of, of fish. Um, those are going to be the places that are going to be holding the fish. They're just going to be waiting for that stuff to drift on by, and away they go. So those would be the things that I'd be uh, I'd be looking for this morning. But again. You know, it's just the conditions we've, it's, it's taken a good chunk of the summer, but we're finally, uh, we're finally getting in a good spot. So let us, uh, knock on wood, uh, rub the little rabbit's foot, whatever, uh, whatever good luck charm you've got. Let's, uh, let's, hopefully it stays that way for a while. And it will, it looks, it looks like right now it's going to do that for, uh, at least the next few days anyway. So. We're going to get through the weekend. It'll be a warm one, but it'll be nice to uh, to get out there and start hauling some fish in. They're, uh, they're hungry and ready to go. It is coming up on 823, and time for me to step aside and take a quick break. I'll be back in just a couple of moments as WKTY Outdoors continues here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.
a fisherman, you want your bait to be the best of the best. You know, sit back and enjoy the exhilaration as your bait does the work. Welcome to Fat Cat Bait and Tackle in Trebolo, where the bait is frisky, very frisky, like jolting, jerking, juddering, jumping, right out of the bucket frisky. Live bait in shiners, rosy reds, spikes, willows, suckers, waxies, and beaver tail. And with all things fishing, it's your sunny summer fishing land. Fat Cat Bait and Tackle in downtown Trebolo. Live bait guaranteed to catch fish or die trying. FatCatBait.com As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. This is the garbage that I can't delete as quickly as it comes in. Fake Kellen Winslow tweets, Did you say Burger King Russia is offering a lifetime supply of Whoppers to women? Can I get in on that? Dane Cook. That's clever. Fake Kellen Winslow. The Dane Cook fat guy response. You know how many hundreds of those I've already received? Joe Rainey 4 tweets, Come on, BK, no fries? Nate in Appleton, sex and Whoppers, and they're going to pay me for it? Sign me up. Regards, Antonio Cromarty. The Crow reset, the Dane Cook reset. Hawk, none of this crap is funny. Yeah, I know, Hawk, I'm just learning. Hawk, I wanted to hire an EP, not a clone. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show, weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. People really don't know what branding is. It focuses on the heart of your business. It makes it hard for people to forget about your business. If you do it correctly. Midwest Family Broadcasting. There's a lot of value in being very consistently talking to folks and letting them know who you are, what you are. Really, that's branding. It is definitely a better way to build your business. If you're looking to brand your business and make that investment, the company that you work with is vital. All you have to do is go online and you can find 100 companies that will say, we brand your business. But if you don't do branding right, it can be a cliche. Bottom line is... You have to do it right, because if you don't, you're just wasting your money. There's nothing more important to us than our advertisers' success. And that's why it is so awesome to have these great success stories. Just call one of our current clients and ask. Your systematic solution for measurable advertising results. Midwest Family Broadcasting. Midwest Family Broadcasting. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And before we hop back into the world of fishing here, uh, just a quick check of the sports calendar for today. Brewers back in action against the Atlanta Braves down in uh, hot Atlanta. Well, it was hot for the Braves anyway. Whew. Man, they got crew got pounded last night. Mm, hopefully, they can uh, bounce back and maintain uh, and, and kind of snap. They they've lost the last two here, so let's uh, hopefully they can turn things around and get things going. But we've got the Brewer game on for you starting at five thirty-five this afternoon on WKTY on our uh, sister station uh, KQ ninety-eight. For you Minnesota Vikings fans, we've got uh, preseason action. That'll start at 7 o'clock as the uh, the Vikings take on the Broncos uh, out in Denver. And again, uh, that'll be on our sister station, KQ98. Again, for you Minnesota Vikings fans. I won't even say anything might cost. <laughs> yeah, ran into him the other night at the, the Loggers game. Unfortunately, he was kind of in the crowd there, so I, I couldn't avoid him before I actually got to him. So I had to actually talk to him. So it was... <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mike. It was good to see you. It was good to see you. 
when it was uh, it was a fun game. Went to the last loggers game the other night, and fun fun game would have been nice uh, <clears throat> if the loggers would have come away with the victory. But man, didn't lack for excitement. That's for sure. But but yeah, it's uh, always good to to see Mike and chat a few minutes about fishing and all that good stuff and give him a little grief about the Vikings and have him give me a little grief about the Packers. <laughs> Sadly, I was with my friend Jeff and, and his wife, and uh, Jeff's a Bears fan, so I really I really got do a much better job of, of picking the people I spend time with. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe I'm just trying to, to like convert them. Working on it. <laughs> it's possible, I suppose. Sure. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I suppose we better get back at it here. Um, and it, it, what I'm going to talk about today is is um, not necessarily you know, like techniques and things like that. It, really, okay. So here's what happened. I, I'm in Arcadia yesterday for Ashley for the Arts. It was a Pretty good. It was warm, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun, um, and and had a pretty good time. After uh, after the music, I kind of wandered through the uh, arts and crafts section there, checking out some of the outdoor photography, which was which for me anyway. Hey, is is, is pretty cool. Um, I mean, it just some of the outdoor photography we've got here in southeast you know the opportunities like it, it, it it's kind of like fishing in a way you know i mean we've got so many opportunities here for uh, for great wildlife and outdoor photography uh here in our area we're really really pretty blessed here in this corner of minnesota and western wisconsin and certainly some of the uh artists there and they are artists i uh, no doubt. Had some just gorgeous photos. And uh, I was talking to one guy, and, 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 and I'm sorry, I'll digress here just a little bit, but had a, <clears throat> you ever seen a snowy owl? I mean, they're just absolutely beautiful birds. Had this, it was probably like a poster, you know, like 24 by 36, kind of a big print of a, a snowy owl and uh its wingspan. I didn't realize they're like the biggest owl in the owl family. I mean, their wingspan is like five feet, um, which is huge, but he's got this beautiful, I mean, it, you know, it, full wing spread, the owl and everything, just gorgeous photo. And, you know, in the background, you can see it's all, you know, the snow on the ground. It looks, it looks kind of like the tundra. You figure it's like, Oh, you know, like, Ooh, uh, you know, he, Trek to northern Canada to the wilds of northern, and, and he has this gentleman. But uh, and uh, we were talking about the photo, and I, it's like, yeah, I, you know, go all over the place up to Canada and northern Minnesota and all these places to check out the, you know, get get pictures of, you know, never got a picture of a snowy owl before, and and where do I get this? Yeah, suburb of Minneapolis, it's like. It's like, okay, there's a good story there, but I mean, it, you couldn't obviously tell, but it was like, you, you, you look, it looks like the tundra, and it, it's like, no, Minneapolis suburb, and okay, still an awesome picture. But anyway, like I said, I digress. Outdoor photography is a thing with me. You know, it's an outdoors activity. I enjoy it. But anyway, one of the vendors up there was. Uh, Selling fishing lures, which were pretty cool. Um, Loffy's custom-made lures get the net. So, but they were pretty cool. I mean, you know, they were some nice. Uh, you know, they're mostly you know musky and northern size lures, um, but just really you know nice looking designs. Some different ones that I I hadn't really. Uh, Hadn't really seen before uh, styles, patterns, and things like that. And uh, yeah, I did. <clears throat> in the interest of openness here, uh, yeah, I did give into uh, 
my need to add to my lure collection. So yeah, I bought one of his lures and and tried for some. It was a, a little smaller one. It wasn't one of the, but uh, give it a try and see if I can catch a northern or two with it. So got that going for me here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, part of me is like, yeah, what do you need another lure for? And the other half is more, you know, the more fun side of me most of the times. And usually the one that gets me in trouble said, think of the endless possibilities of catching large fish. Okay, sold. So it wasn't that hard of an argument to have with myself. But <laughs> And, you know, you, I know there's at least a couple of you out there going, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Jeff, same way. It's like, yeah, yeah, I don't really, but oh, okay, I'll, yeah, probably, get, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I also had another thought while I was there. Uh, I, I will get to the point of the story here quickly, I promise. Um, but no, I, I spent a few minutes talking to the guy, is you know, and he was explaining uh, how he made his lures and and was you know trying a few different things actually he came up with with kind of a cool idea it's a a set of metal paddles it looks kind of like a little you know flat metal dumbbell if you know what i mean if you can kind of visualize that um but just a, a set of metal paddles he put on the front of one of his uh or one of the styles of his lures and um that you know, depending on how you bend them, um, would make the lure do different things. You know, you bend it one way, it would dive. Bend it another, it would act kind of somewhat, you know, like a popper. Um, but it was just a kind of a different innovation on a lure. It was, it was, it was neat. Um, like I said, you know, and I, I had another thought as well, which yeah is probably a little scary, but um, you know that that making lures can be a really a uh, fun way to to enjoy the sport of fishing. You know, this guy's doing it. I've done it. And there really isn't any reason uh, that you can't either. Um, really, the more I think about it, you know, I I think it's it's a it can be an enjoyable way for you. Um, it certainly is for me. But, uh, you know, also, too, as a, a creative activity that you can enjoy with your kids or, you know, nephews, nieces, uh, you know, trying to get them uh, interested in fishing. You know, and the, the cool thing is, too, you don't have to spend a, an awful lot to to do it as well. Um, when I got home last night, I uh, spent a few minutes on the, uh, the Internet looking up lure-making kits, and, and there are a bunch of places out there. Um, Jan's Netcraft is uh, the one... I've ordered stuff from before, and I've man, to me the prices have been pretty good. Um, lots of variety. I mean, if you want, you know, fishing hardware, whatever, you know, from scratch, that's you know, that's a great place to check out. But again, there are other uh, companies out there as as well, and uh, pretty neat. But yeah. It, on that site, anyway, that you know, found a bunch of different kits for different kinds of lures. For um, let's say twenty, the one was like twenty six bucks. Um, Thirty one if you got the uh, like a pliers tool with it as well. But uh, that was kind of on the high end. Uh, most of them are, are are well under that. Maybe like ten fifteen bucks. Under fifteen probably is a little closer. Um, but again, take your pick on what you want to make. Um, I've gotten you know some kits for inline spinners, um, and those really aren't that bad to put together. Um, you can do those fairly quickly once you kind of get the hang of it. Um, I've also had a kit where I've I've painted plastic crankbaits and added all the hardware. You know, the body is is you know comes already ready to go. It's got the bill on it, and uh, some don't, of course, but. And that's really only kind of scratching the surface. You know, yeah, you can buy the 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 wood and carve your own bodies or buy just the raw wood bodies and paint them up, do whatever you'd like on that. 
and then you know add all the blades, beads, and fancy dress troubles you want. But the point is, anyway, it can be a fun, creative way to spend some time between trips to the water. And, you know, the other thing, too, you know, it's for catching everything from bluegills, bass, northerns, muskie, whatever, you know. Because if you think about it and, and you look at some of these things, you know, you find a lure in the store, you can pretty much make the same thing at home. Um Sure, you can you know pour your own plastics. I mean, there's molds for that, and that's a little more advanced, not uh, a little bit more work. Um, but if you're you're into that, hey, cool. But that's a little that's a little more than I'm willing to take on. But that's like I said, that's just me. But oh, and one other thing I didn't want to overlook. There's also um, you know. In terms of kits, you know, getting some beads and blades and other parts to make your own walleye rigs. I mean, heck, how much, you know, do sometimes they charge in the store for that stuff? You can get all the, you know, a good, uh, and, and actually for that matter too, uh, a good good uh, tackle company, you know, your local tackle company might have some of that stuff. Um you know the beads and whatnot for uh, for the walleye rigs. Certainly uh, beneficial to have that around here. Certainly, you know they've got the uh, probably the leader material or good heavy duty line um, to make your own. So yeah, you know to to sum up, uh, you know if you want uh, things, uh, you know other than like maybe the walleye rigs or whatever, you know use the kits. It's a it is a good deal for the money. Um, and depending on the kit, you know, you can get a bunch of lures ready to go, and and usually, um, usually for less than than what they cost in the store. And uh, the other thing too, not you know, it, it can be a fun time for you and your kids. I mean, it's a great family activity, I think. Um, I mean, it, or an individual activity. Like I said, everything would you know comes included in there, and it just it's just I think it's fun, um, and and I'm gonna throw this last little part in here as well. Um, fishing, of course, is a thrill. I mean, there's nothing like catching a fish. We all know that. Um, doesn't matter the size, whether it's a tiny bluegill or a northern or a muskie. Yeah, it's fun. You know, you caught a fish, <laughs> you know. So then you just kind of, to, to add another dimension to that, you know, add in the satisfaction of catching a fish, um, you know, that, that you know, or, or maybe your kid catches a fish on a lure that was homemade, you know. Double bonus every time, hands down. That's, you know, that's it. That's how I feel when I, you know, I've caught stuff on stuff on lures I've made. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's uh, it's like, yeah, that worked. You know. Now I haven't mentioned fly tying, which is kind of in the same vein as lure making. Of course, um, I won't say it's more complicated. I've seen ten-year-old kids crank out a bass bug that was just gorgeous. Um, but it is a little bit more involved and a little bit more expensive process, it, it, which is not to say that that having a vice and having some fly fly tying materials is a bad thing. No, I, I mean it's it can be very beneficial it, even if you're not a, a trout fisherman. Um, you, you know, I, I think there's a perception out there that that it's like, oh well, yeah, fly tying and you get all that. It's like no, it, you can use it for much much more than that. Um, in some ways, like I said, it's just taking the lure making process to a little higher level. Certainly you can tie flies with the vise, a few tools and some materials. Um, you can tie those little bass poppers I mentioned a moment ago, or you can tie smaller poppers for panfish, small spider imitators, really, you know, make stuff for any species of fish. Um, but if you want to keep it simple, you know, you can use the vise to fancy up some Treble hooks for your crankbaits. I mean, it's, you know, have you looked at the price? It's like 
three dress trebles, you know, a treble hook and a little string, a few feathers, a little flash here and there. And it's like, eh, you make that, you know, do that at home. You can do that. And plus, you can customize them with whatever colors, you know, you want with the materials that you've got. You can also take jigs, and I've done this too. Take jigs and and tie in on or tie on some materials to, you know, better resemble a bait fish or whatever you want to imitate. Um, you know, I've made a lot of lures like that. It's just, uh, um, you know, you've seen those like marabou jigs in the the store. It's like, yeah, I got some of that stuff at home. Tie a little body on and. You know, or make a little body and tie on some marabou feathers. Bingo. And like I said, it's kind of, it's fun. But again, you know, you can customize it to whatever, you know, seems to be, or whatever you think would be working, you know. Do it however you want. Lastly, the other thing, um, you know, to kind of wind this up here, uh, the other thing worth developing some skills as a lure maker for, uh, and or tire for is for repair. You know, lures get beat up and uh, maybe it's one of your favorites. You know, maybe the bill gets snapped off or cracks or something. You know, any one of a number of things can happen. Um, So having a few of those repair skills in your personal fishing toolbox is a good thing. Um, Or like I said, you know, maybe you get, uh, uh, you know, an idea. It happens for me once in a great while. Um, you know, you get an ideal for a color scheme, a pattern, body style, whatever, you know, go for it. You know, seemed to work out all right for the guy yesterday. After all, I mean, I did buy one of his lures, so <laughs> it, it worked, it worked for him. So, but yeah, it's, it, it is fun. Uh, it's a, uh, a good time. I got a nice kit for, uh, for Christmas and. That was just a nice way to, to, you know, in the wintertime, it was a nice way to just spend spend some time thinking about fishing, doing fishing, and uh, related activities. And That was back in the days when I didn't necessarily ice fish that much. So it was just a nice way to, to spend some time and think about, like, oh, man, I can't wait to get this thing out here and toss it in the water. But it's, like I said, it's fun. It was cool, I, and just looking up uh, kits and whatnot, there was there was one in there, and I haven't. Uh, I'd like to see it in in person how it works, but um, take a crankbait body and just kind of slip a piece of plastic over it, but it's patterned. It's got a you drop it in some boiling water, and it it's kind of like shrink wrap, but you put it in there for like ten fifteen seconds. The heat shrinks it, and bamo, you've got a brand new lure in there, you know, body and everything done. It's really kind of cool. So it's all those neat little innovations like that. Just, just some fun stuff to, to do. Like I said, it, it's, I, I think it, I really think it would be, it, it's a great kid related outdoor activity. You know? And you can get the, the little, you know, plastic, covers or whatever for the treble hooks so the kids aren't, you know, poking themselves and I think it's I think it's fun. Maybe I'll have to suggest that. Normally like during Thanksgiving it's like we have a little act our, our family does activities and it's like maybe I'll get some of the kids and we can make lures. That might be kind of fun. Think about that. Hey, I got to take a quick break here because I've been going on for a few minutes. Uh, back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.
see a house in your neighborhood with a for sale sign in the yard, out of curiosity, you look it up. You want to see what they're asking, what they're going for. Your neighbor's house could be one price, the house a few streets down another. So where does your house fall in line? Let Tony Ryerson of Coldwell Banker River Valley show you with a compared market analysis. It's a snapshot of homes in your neighborhood and those similar to what you have. Find out now if it's the right time to sell. Make the smart investment. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. If you're a sports fan, you can't afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY. How many times did was Favre, did he sit out with concussions? Because I'm going to guess he didn't since he started 297 games. I'm guessing thousands is hyperbole here. Because if you're going to have four a game, I don't think that's physically possible. Remember uh, Troy Palomalo? Seton, this is on short notice here, but Troy Palomalo, the Steelers defensive back, was on. And this is a couple of years ago. When people say that you kind of just get, you know, just feel like a little buzz or daisy. You get uh, your bell Or dazed, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you just feel like your bell rung, they consider that a concussion. Do you? And I... Uh, and I wouldn't know, but if that is considered a concussion, I would say any football player at least records maybe 50 to 100 concussions a year. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And it is uh, 849 here. A little fishing news this morning. Hey, congratulations to uh, Robert Liam of Holman. Um, He uh, finished second in uh, a couple of trout stamp designs for the Wisconsin DNR this year and uh some nice uh, some nice drawings but uh in the Wisconsin Inland Trout Stamp and also in the uh Great Lakes Salmon and Trout Stamp I, I I guess I didn't realize there were two of them but uh um yeah he finished second in in both of them so congratulations on that and uh Actually, it was one this year. <laughs> it was, uh, surprisingly, uh, Ryan Rickaby of uh, Swamico actually won both. So he had two different designs, and he won. His dad had, has won before, so that's that's kind of cool. But yeah, dude's 22. I mean, and just him, they're all really, really well done. I like them. There's like they show sixth, first, second, and third here, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. They're very uh, very well done. So those are the trout stamps. Do you get a trout stamp? I, I to be honest with you, I don't. You can request one. You don't automatically get one when you get a a trout license, but um, you can uh, you can actually order one and get one sent to you, um, or you can just get the stamp. However. Uh, however you'd like. But that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, one other thing as well, some other fishing news uh, in Minnesota this time. Um, anglers and others can give their opinions about uh, some fishing regulations that uh, are in place or uh, newly proposed for, uh, in, in this case anyway, a trout stream uh, in southeastern Minnesota, according to the DNR. Uh, they've scheduled uh, for a number of different uh, bodies of water uh, mostly in northern Minnesota, uh, but uh, there is one down here in Fillmore County and kind of in our neck of the woods. Um, but they've got uh, meetings coming up in the next, uh, well, a little better than a month or so, probably five weeks, I guess, give or take. Um, but it's uh, for Fillmore County for the, in the uh, Lane, Lanesboro Area Fisheries Department, if you will, I guess. But uh, they want to review a proposal for special trout regulations on Rush Creek within the city of Rushford. And uh, the meeting is scheduled for September 20th uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. at uh, Rushford City Hall, 101 North Mill Street uh, in Rushford, which isn't a bad drive from La Crosse anyway. Pretty country and 
I think by late September, things might be, uh, colors might be starting to change just a little bit. That'd be, that'd be nice. But again, if, uh, you know, you can go to the, the Minnesota DNR website to, uh, to find out some more information, uh, on the, uh, proposal and a few other details as far as the, uh, as far as the meeting goes. Uh, let's see here. It's uh, coming up on 8.53. I've got to take another break here and be back to wrap up WKTY Outdoors in a moment. So stick around. More coming up on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. You've heard the stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking, man, can my old boat and motor get me there? Here's a solution for that, a new Bennington pontoon that's powered by a new Mercury motor available at Powerhouse Marine. Not only will this provide you with the way to get you and your fishing buddies to the hot spot, but you could also enjoy the day on the river with your family, do some great sightseeing, or if you're a fishing boat kind of guy, how about a new low fishing boat with a Mercury outboard motor? A new low boat is great not only for fishing, but also for pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in the area like the guys at Powerhouse house marine plus to help you find your own hot spots check with different hummingbird fish finders also available maybe you just need a new trolling motor powerhouse marine has a great selection of new mincota trolling motors so whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a bennington or a new low fishing skiing boat check with powerhouse marine and get to your hot spot today A stack of entrepreneur magazines, a phone full of work-for-yourself podcasts, the persistent itch of wanting to be the architect of your future. But you've got that nagging worry of not wanting to go it alone. Hey, you're not caught between working for the man and lost in the wild, because we have a third way. Being the boss of your future as a marketing pro. At Midwest Family Broadcasting, we learned long ago that if we welcome people into our company who know what it takes to run a business, they take off like a rocket. Now, while you're in control of that rocket, you've got a whole bunch of people back at Mission Control making sure you get home safe. So if you've got that business person's instincts to go make amazing marketing for other businesses, you've got a company that's ready to equip you with all the tools you need. Email Teresa Tim, Teresa T at MWFbroadcasting.com. Talk about your future with Midwest Family Broadcasting, an equal opportunity employer. You like beer and you like saving money. Lucky for you, I have a way to combine the two of them. Next Wednesday, you can come to the Brick House in downtown La Crosse for the Oktoberfest Craft Beer Night Ticket Kickoff and save some loot. Get your VIP or your GA tickets before everybody else and for less money than everybody else. With your Oktoberfest Craft Beer Night ticket, you'll be able to sample beers from over 40 different breweries from all across the Midwest. So join us at the Brick House next Wednesday for the Oktoberfest Craft Beer Night ticket kickoff starting at 4.30. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And we got a few minutes left to go in the program. Again, if you, uh, you know, really, if you're uh, you're looking to get out and do some fishing, uh, you, the conditions are pretty dark, you know, with the exception, of course, the 90-degree weather. But even that can be overcome. But right now, I mean, conditions are great to get out and do some fishing. Um, things are as good as they've been all summer. You know, the river level is sitting at about six feet. Um, flow is down. Water temperature is up just a little bit. But uh, again, really, you know, the fish, they've been fighting all this high water and 
current and everything all summer, and they're just, uh, you know, now that the water level is down, they're more concentrated, and they're hungry. You know, that's, uh, like I said, I, I spoke to the folks up at Fat Cat earlier, uh, oh, about an hour ago or so, just before the show, and fishing's picked up. Crappies, bluegills, good. Catfish bites, good. Um, I would imagine the bass bites probably pretty decent as well if you can, you know, find them. Um, I just looked up a couple of quick reports here, or whatever. That, uh, um, like I said earlier, uh, wing dams are going to be the good place to to check out if you're you're headed out this weekend. And you know, and the other thing too is, uh, and some of these wing dams and and you can't get to all, all of them, obviously, but you know, a lot. Some of them are certainly accessible from shore. Um, there are ways you can, you know, you can fish them if you don't have a boat. Uh, granted, if you have a boat, that's probably you know the best. But uh, and certainly with uh, with the electronics, that's that's a big thing as well. But yeah, you can fish those. Uh, you can fish those wing dams easily uh, if you can if you can get to the right ones anyway. I know there, there's kind of one down here um by uh Isle the Plume that uh that I fished before and had some luck there uh with uh with some panfish so yeah there's there's access maybe not as much access but there's access but if you you know you've got a boat you know sky's the limit you get plenty of them to to pick and choose from here Certainly uh, plenty of opportunities for you anyway. Ah, i got to wrap things up for this Saturday. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it's uh, great to be able to do this show week after week. And I certainly want to thank uh, sponsors as well. Uh, Powerhouse Marine, Fat Cat Bait, Tony Ryerson. Thank you very much. And we'll do it again next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. So until then, be safe if you're headed out on the water. Catch lots of fish. And, of course, as always, get the opportunity to take the kids along as well. Teach them the joys of the outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday. Sports Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.